Played for the phone with the bar Nagpur, uh, and we had a pretty good season. Uh, came for the first time in MVP, almost qualified for the quarterfinals. Uh, we didn't qualify, but just one point. So pretty happy with the way things have gone by for us this year, and uh, it's been pretty exciting to be playing for another state in the sense that it's far more challenging. You you spend far more time with newer players, try and get used to them, try and pass on now to pass on cricketing knowledge. Also, try and see in the sense find out what talent is available in the country. You turned 36 a couple of months ago. The last time you represented India in Test was 12 years ago, and in the ODIs it was nine. You're yep. reaching a point in your professional cricket career where you're closer to the end than where you began. That's so, good. what keeps you motivated to get up every day, still hit the gym? The very through? fact, the very fact that uh, I enjoy the challenge of uh, bat and ball. I enjoy the challenge of being on the field. The very fact that. It still excites me to stand for nine hours and field and, and uh, keep chasing balls, and it doesn't tire me at all. Just at the end of the day, it's too hard a little more than it used to hurt earlier. Not knowing that, but uh, still the challenge keeps me going. The passion is still there. As long as I can still perform, I see no reason why I shouldn't play. So it's it's, it's all about the passion being still alive and and thriving. Cricket, which is what is most exciting uh, part of my life so far. For example, you must have come across characters. In the uh, in Indian domestic scene, for example, Shitanshu Kotak, you know he's been playing so, first class for 20 years, but never had the opportunity to represent India. What is it that keeps these professionals going? No, as I said, it's simply if you notice there are quite a few guys who uh, are playing at the moment uh, who are who you can actually say that do do they get anything out of playing apart from just playing uh, for passion or or uh, it's not even the money. You know, the money isn't compared to other other sports or other. Formats of the game right now. The fact that when we started playing, there wasn't any money involved in the game. Mm-hmm. It was more so that most of us cricketers in our era started playing cricket because we liked the sport and we enjoyed playing cricket. We enjoyed being on the field. We enjoyed fielding. We enjoyed being on the field for longer durations. A lot of the younger kids today prefer to play the shorter version. They're not very inclined towards longer version. In the long run, they will not produce uh, quality Test match players. But the trend continues. But coming back to the point that about seeing us senior guys wanting to play, Kanetkar was still playing. Sairaj was playing till about uh, he had just about now. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Sanjay Bangar was playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, SS Das is still playing. And there are there are quite a few guys who actually do uh, play uh, and enjoy themselves even now. It's just just very hard to get an opportunity. You get to be on the field. You get to compete with the best players. 
you get to play some of the faster bowlers, some of the better bowlers in the country right now at that range level if they get an opportunity to come out and play. So it's always challenging. You play on different wickets, different conditions. So it's always the very fact that every innings, everywhere, you have to keep adapting and changing. It's, it's, it's basically a challenge between bat and ball. But there is the environment, the wicket condition, the pitch is different, the ball is different every game, that the situation that you get in and every game are different. So it keeps varying every game, and that's pretty much what excites most uh, most players. Otherwise, if it's another nine to five job, where you have to keep uh, looking at computer screen or making some <laughs> business calls, and same thing that you would do every day. I mean, that doesn't excite. I mean, I've had chats with a lot of my friends who are very, but they say their job is good. Hmm. They say yes, I make X amount of money. I do drive a car. I do live a nice house. I do travel hmm. quite a bit. I do eat at a nice places. But he says the point is. What I do doesn't excite me. At least you guys are lucky to be earning and also living your life that you see something and enjoying your challenges every day, hmm. which most of these kids do get to earn. You mentioned this briefly. You know, you played for Tamil Nadu for 13 years and then you moved on to play for Vidarbha. So, uh, what what prompted the move and how has your experiences been so far with Vidarbha and how is it different from being in the TN system? So Tamil Nadu was a totally different uh, system in the sense that it was far more professional. It has been one of, in the sense, Tamil Nadu has been one of the prolific sites in the Ranjitsar arena. Uh, having said that, we just won it twice, which is still a disappointment for most of us to play for Tamil Nadu. But in most uh, seasons, you would at least find us in the quarters and semis and at times even make it to the finals, which we haven't made it down because I've been to a couple of finals and we've lost. Mm-hmm. And on both occasions, we've lost to Bombay, which was disappointing, but... The point being that Tamil Nadu was always a very professional setup. We've always had players being produced over the years. We've always had a good coaching system going on. But uh, a good uh, first division league system here. So it's a far more professional setup than their Bavinar, but a little more raw. It's a lot of raw talent, but they still don't know how to go about things. They haven't uh, had many players in the past in order to play for the national side. So they don't know what route to take, how to get there, what does it take to be a national sportsman, what does it take to... Excellent at the highest level. Just got a, they just about got Omesh Yadav who made it this year. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, they haven't had anybody of uh, real repute uh, who's, who's gone on to do anything extraordinary for them. Maybe, yes, there's one thing called Pritam Gandhi who's done pretty well for them as a state player. He's, he's played about 100 first-class games. He's got quite a few wickets. We don't know how what it takes to play for India. Mm-hmm. They all train hard. They all practice hard. Similar to what we all do too. But there's proper guidance. Being being a smaller state, uh, uh, probably they need to get in a uh, get in a few more better coaches, get in a uh, few more players like us. We kind of pass on knowledge to them and motivate them and give them inputs which they otherwise don't get. Get in Vidarbha is what I meant. You are a senior citizen in the first class circuit, and now with Vidarbha. So, what is your role within the team? Do the younger players look up to you uh, for first, guidance? First and foremost, that doesn't matter where you play. Whether you play for Tamil Nadu or Vidarbha or India or even for your league game or even in my gully cricket, mm-hmm. you still have the score run. It's very important. Mm-hmm. But then as the difference lies in me being a professional player is that what I was at Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu, my main job was to play as a batter, score runs, put runs on board for the side, field hard for the side, and try and strategize how we can beat other side. That was more, more to it. That was more what I had to do. But with Vidarbha, I also have to guide the youngsters. I have to try and take them through situations, try and tell them that this is what is the best option to play right now. 
this is probably the best way to go to this particular batsman because they they haven't had that exposure compared to what other state may have uh, comparatively bigger states like maybe karnataka tamil nadu mumbai delhi they have a lot of senior guys who uh, who have played for the national side they passed on knowledge to the young guys you've got enough guys in karnataka who played there are enough guys in delhi who played there are enough guys in bombay who played so you still have a lot of senior guys who keep on passing knowledge to the younger guys and it keeps the team keeps going on Mm-hmm. Here, the case is that they haven't had that kind of uh, players coming out through the state. So, wherein what happens is uh, we pre-senior pros also have to work with the techniques, work with their mental aspect, work with making them stronger, believing that they are good enough to beat the bigger sides. So, those kind of things are also uh, things that we are expected to do. It's written in the contract, but it's it's just understood that when you play as a professional for a slightly younger side, then you also have to match them. And uh, I want to follow up on another thing that you mentioned with uh, Tamil Nadu. You said that you have, Tamil Nadu has won Ranji only twice, but at the same time they have produced very promising talents. But when they get, for for whatever reason, especially in the recent past, we haven't had uh, players from Tamil Nadu get established on the national scene. Whether no, it's I, a... I'm, I'm just going to be straightforward and answer this. That if you look at uh, cricket or if you look at... Uh, the players that we produced we've had a lot of players who've gone on to play for india yes we've also had a couple of them who've gone on to do, to do it little better than most but most of us otherwise mm-hmm. but i just think that the reason why we haven't really gone on to make mark for ourselves like for instance there's no one from tamil nadu who's played 100 test matches mm-hmm. there's no one from tamil nadu who's played 300 odis mm-hmm. the most prominent people whom i can think of who probably doesn't something of some repute are uh, Krishnamachari Shrikant, Shankar Rajan and Robin Singh. Correct. Robin Singh played about 150 ODIs. Shrikant has played about 100 plus and I think he's played about 40 with the test matches. Yeah. And Venkat uh, Raghavan sir has played about 50 test matches and felt. So, apart from this, if you see the trend, we beat from Vibhi uh, Chandrasekhar to T. Srinivasan to Prabhi uh, uh, Raman to Balaji to Myself to Badri to Nesi Karthik to whoever that is. None of us have really made in sense, such a big mark at the highest level. Yes, we've shown promise. Yes, we've had our times of genius or times of uh, uh, a good run. Mm-hmm. But we've, none of us have gone on to really like play three test matches or hundred ODIs or two hundred ODIs. And, and I think the reason is that uh, one one gets to be very satisfied very soon. Uh, we we're just pretty much happy that we've done done the Indian cap. We're pretty much happy that ah okay. I have got the tag of being an Indian player hmm. and we get to get a bit soft but the other state is not not the case and unfortunately a lot of our seniors haven't really drilled into our heads that this is what it takes to be hmm. uh, the highest level this is what it takes to be at the highest level a lot of us have played at the highest level but you see none of us have really as i mentioned earlier none of us really played that long to actually know what it takes to sustain that see in terms of Rahul Dravid from Karnataka Kumble from Karnataka, from Karnataka from Karnataka. There are enough and more I can mention about from Mumbai. You've got from Gavaskar to Pendulkar to Nisar <laughs> to Chastag, the list is endless. In that sense, you don't have anybody from Tamil Nadu who's gone on to play like that. They, they know what it takes to sustain themselves and they know what it takes to keep continuing to do what they have to do. Here, the problem is we really work hard to get to the mark, to get to the national side. Mm-hmm. Then we are not able to sustain ourselves. Yes, we have a couple of brilliant things which... which makes everyone think that ha okay we found someone new he's pretty good he's pretty exciting he's he's somebody who who's going to do well for us in the next uh, two years 
But but if you start seeing the trend within the next one year, it fizzles out. Another year and a half, it fizzles out. There are there's enough talent in the state. You, Dinesh Karthik is talented. Yeah. Balaji was talented. But none of them have really uh, really done some done in the sense. Yes, you could say they've done reasonably well for the national side. But they were no superstars. None of them have turned out to be superstars. You've never you've never produced a Rahul Dravid. You've never produced a Kumble. You've not produced a Sachin Tendulkar. You've not produced a Virendra Shivad. As far as I mean, we've not produced a Nathuram or an Hatha or a Devi Lakshman. Mm-hmm. So the, I think the reason is that you just uh, you you satisfied pretty too early and you just soften yourself. You start thinking that yeah, once I've done it, it's easily and it has to be fair. It has to be done day in day out, no matter uh, you've reached the highest level. In fact, you have you got to work harder than the highest level. Is what I've learned now. You you can't take your leg off the pedal. Well, let's let's look at uh, your India career. you know you came into the team in 2001 after all the match fixing saga and all those things happened which opened up uh, middle order spots and you could bowl you could you were a very good fielder are there any feelings of regret that you didn't achieve all that you promised as a 23 year old not not really i don't i don't have any regrets as such that oh i could have done this i could have done that i'm pretty much happy with what went through with the national side i i got to play the test matches and uh, No excuse for not scoring. I mean, that happens to every cricketer, and it, it did happen to me at that point. So it was, there's no regret in that. It's straightforward. But I wasn't batting well, and it, it was my, it was it all boils down to what I could have done and what I didn't do. So it was not about somebody else. Uh, I had opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yes, I opened this match. I mean, I played my first test as an opener, mm-hmm. which in fact uh, was the first time I ever opened my cricketing career. I haven't even opened for my school team, but <laughs> but that's fine because. My the point being, I wanted to play in the in the eleven day set out. I was saying, I was quite clear about that. I enjoy sitting outside. Not that I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to help out my mates. But every cricketer wants to be on the field. I want to go out there and play, not not warm the benches. So I was asked to open, and this this is an opportunity available right now. And would you want to take it? I said yes, no problem. Okay. So this is all taken by me. So I can't really uh, find fault with anyone for not uh, doing well in the test matches. I was probably not batting at my best, but that's part of it. That's 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 how that's how it goes. At times, I think that probably I didn't get the same opportunities a lot of other youngsters would be at that point got. Mm-hmm. And uh, until that, I I still don't understand why. I still don't know why I was dropped. I went to the tour to Australia, got wrong uh, for Australia mm-hmm. for the tour finals. Uh, I played another game after that at Sydney. We I I was I was out run out 18, and then I played one game in Pakistan. Uh, I batted number seven, and I I got eight not out in the in five balls, and since then I've never played. Uh, so I still don't know why I never played. I, I mean, with this current setup, whatever it is with the Indian team, there seems to be a longer rope given for the youngsters. But that wasn't the case. Even at, even, even at the very point when I played, I wouldn't want to name a few players, but you you can actually do your homework and you'll figure it out with this. <laughs> there are some players uh, who who got a, a far more longer rope than that. That's fine. That's the way life is. I mean, I'm I'm I live with it. I'm happy to live with it. That's all. That's all in the past. Okay. In 2007, you joined ICL with a whole host of yep. other players and promptly that's banned right. by BCCI. What effect, if at all, it had any on your career? And what were your thoughts as things were unfolding at that point in time? 
And now with the help of hindsight, you know, four or five years hence. I, I, was, I was someone who always believed that I would never ever uh, play Ranjit Hasan just for the sake of playing and hold back a youngster's slot. And uh, at, that was the point when I was 30. And I did have a chat with a couple of national selectors. Mm -hmm. And I was given the feedback that uh, I would probably never play again. Uh, they were looking at a younger lot. They were looking at guys who are 20, 21, and they were probably not looking at a guy who is with 30 and would serve the country only for probably four or five years is what they thought. And they wanted to, they wanted to pick a guy who probably would serve the national side for about 10, 12 years. Okay. Which is fine by me. So once I got the feedback that I may not play for the national side again, I didn't want to just stay back and hold slot on the Tamil Nadu side, which, which I didn't. I was, I was good enough to play for the state. But the point being... Uh, Always believe that uh, I've had a lot of seniors who played when I was younger that they kept holding out of the thought for the for the very fact that they they just wanted to play Rajasthan rugby cricket and uh, not see the uh, picture that this was the platform where younger guys had to be groomed and you kept freeing them to the national side but they kept playing for their own uh, uh, selfish pleasures. So I think want to be one of them. I consciously made a decision that if I'm not going to be for the Indian time, if I the team and if I didn't have an opportunity to play for the national side, I would not continue playing. Okay. And and. So happened at that point in time, I said, came into the picture. I said, fair enough, this is, another, this is something new, something more challenging. I'm not going to play for the Indian team. Uh, there are enough more younger guys in the, in the Tamil Nadu side who are doing well. We, we, were, we, were having, we, were, we had Murli Vijay coming in. We had Avin Mukur coming in. Coming in. Uh, Padri was doing well by then. There, there, was, there were enough young guys. Kadri was doing well uh, by then. So there were enough new guys who could look after this side. So I, I spoke to the uh, association, they were fine with it, and I moved on to ICL. And, uh, and uh, so that was the crux of the match. I was just wanting a new challenge. It was something different. I had not played much of T20 cricket. It also gave me an opportunity to, to rub shoulders with good players again and compete again at that level. Okay. Little later, I know that there would, there would be something like IPL. There was, IPL came just after the ICL. Correct. And it came in because of the ICL. <laughs> no matter what Mr. Modi says that uh, I have a plan and I was all in the pipeline, pipeline and all that, I'm not the one who believes that. I pretty much know what happened and which is fine. And I think today is a huge property. It's like, it's probably one of the biggest events of the year. Yes. And they've done extremely well to, to be where they are right now. But coming back to the point when I took the call, there was no IPL. Mm. And uh, I said this is probably the only challenge left in my life to to compete at, with guys who have played for the national respective size who were still good enough. Mm-hmm. And I would rather play that than just play here and hold my slot again. So it just everything fell in place at that point in time. And then I took the call to move to ICL. It is very easy to say at hindsight, yeah, I could have stayed back. And you know what, IPL would have been there. I would be a superstar in the IPL because I could bat, goal, I could field well. Perfect scenario play for the IPL. It's all very easy to think about it right now when you think of it now. But you don't, you can't decide the uh, decisions are made at that point in time. It's around you and IPL is not around. This is, uh, next question, this regards that match in Mumbai against England that India lost. You were part of the team, you were unbeaten, mm -hmm. and that's the match where Flintoff took his shirt and you know, ran on the ground, etc. Um, okay. There were some news sources that said there was... You know, the captain, Saro Ganguly, was extremely pissed off in the dressing room. And uh, he may have said to you that you may never play in, for India again, which, you know, of course, you did. You play for. So, uh, can you elaborate on that? No, I think it was a lot made out of proportion. We, we, we were, Saro didn't mention anything of that sort at all. In fact, Saro was always been supportive and 
He's always been one of the guys who's, who's always backed my ability. So I think whatever has come out in the press is probably just made out of what happened during the game and they had to find some reason to try and make it a bit more dramatic, which the media does at some point. <laughs> uh, yes, it, that game was pretty disappointing because I was there in the end. I didn't have any batters around me. In the sense, everyone got put around me. If I remember correctly, we had to get 50 runs with five wickets in hand and we lost all five. Yeah, and Kumble and Srinath got so, out a lot. So for, so for the media to, to, for, so for the media to, to uh, ring up a story, then uh, I made sure I lost the match. As Aurav said that I would never play again is, uh, uh, is, a, is a big story. This is just a story by itself. <laughs> it's more like a script written by a, a, a script writer in a movie. <laughs> um, nothing more to do. Sort of never said anything of that. So just I was disappointed because not only him, everyone won because we were three, two up in the series. Correct. If he had won that game, we would have been four, two, and we would have won the series. So, and then anyone, anyone in that position would be upset if we didn't happen. And to, me, to add to things the way Indians celebrated and, and the way things happened in Mumbai. It kind of added to the entire story, and that's why sort of react similarly in Lords uh, some years later. Oh, uh, the Nat was Nat was trophy, yeah. Oh, three, Nat was trophy, yeah. So it was more so about the disappointment about the loss, and not not anything to do with sort of telling me that he was I would never play for India again and and uh, stuff like that. that Okay. <laughs> Last because couple. I did go back to play for India. And, yeah, and exactly. When I did go back to play for India again, it was still sort of leaving the side. Yeah. So it wasn't that somebody else leaving the side and I went back to the side. It was still sort of there. So if you mentioned such like that, then I would have never played again. So it's just, uh, it's just disappointing that these kind of stories uh, are uh, published and made out of. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Last couple of questions. What are uh, some of your lasting memories from your India career? India, Pakistan, so probably the biggest tour of my life being there with the national side. That was brilliant. Though I didn't ever, though I never played after that. 100 against Australia, but it's very, very cherishing moment again. They played against a good side. They were, they were the best in the world then. So, yeah, it's always, it's always nice to trance against uh, the best in the world. Being my man of the match in Qatar against Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. But mind you, the Zimbabwe then wasn't the Zimbabwe side that is today. So there's a difference to that. And uh, playing, playing, playing with the boys, I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing, nothing, there's no better feeling than being in the dressing room with, with, with the national side with Rahul next to you, Sachin next to you. You always dream of such things as a kid. Yeah, no, I know them at a personal level. No, I know them. I can speak to them and call them and beat them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But at that point in time, in the 24, you just about made your mark to the national side. You're sitting with the big boys. It, there is there is there is a there is a certain rush that you have when you're doing work through that and you can't replicate that at all. Being on the field with hundred thousand people in Eden Gardens from UK India and when you get the India Australia series uh, when we beat them two and Ashwin got two eighty one. There was this incident that I went into on a day when Ashwin and driver batted the whole day. You could go back to the video sitting and see there was only one man who took in drinks and water and gloves the entire day. <laughs> that was me. Which <laughs> that I only come in every time. Both of them insisted that I only bring in water or gloves or banana or whatever whatever they required. I was the only one to bring in. They said no one to do, no one else should come inside. <laughs> the entire day there was only one man who helped them out on that day. That's but it sometimes feels nice that I was part of the partnership that I was, I was particularly told by uh, by Rahul more than Lakshman that 
तू ही आना किसी को भेजने मत फाइन कुछ बेसिकली हिंदी मीन यू ओनली कम नो इन वाटर टाइम uh i would rather i would i would be more interested in coaching younger kids than being linked with uh, a national side or a domestic side or an ipl just to, to start with i may do it at some point but i i more keen to try get down to the grassroots and try and uh, promote cricket with kids because i think the coaching structure is kind of changing a little bit which is not uh, to my liking it's Probably going forward to the the shorter version of the game, hmm. and which in case in time will not help us build players. In time, it will not help us have enough quality players. It will become more the slam dunk version where you only have kids coming in, not working on the basics, not working on the techniques, or not really trying to hit the ball hard, which is the trend actually. Because I have a ten-year-old son, and I see him practice. I see a lot of the kids that practice, hmm. and it is very very uh, scary and uh, not to please with what's happening with with. These kids are taking up sport right now. Or the way they're looking at taking up sport right now, and I, you can't even blame them because there is so much uh, uh, exposure to IPL cricket. There's so much exposure to T20 cricket. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so much exposure to this sort of version that every kid wants to hit the ball. They all it's quite simple as this. Kids love entertainment. They they like a four or a six, and that's all they get in IPL. They don't understand what it takes to battle in a five-day wicket. Which in more bowling, that's the challenge a cricketer has to face. You understand that the very fact that you have to defend them out, or they will play for a draw in a tough situation. I mean, they don't they don't figure it out, and they don't they're too young for all that. And and all that excited are about uh, oh, Dhoni hits a four, or Dhoni hits a six, or Gale hits a six, and they start doing the same thing in net. They start hitting these players in the net. To say it's right or wrong, they will uh, they should do it at some point in time, but. I think they should first get the basics right at the younger age, and at some point when they are 16, 18, they can start uh, hitting the ball harder. And but here the trend is the other way around. But what is worrying me? We go down to to grassroots cricket and try and change the trend a bit. I I can't change the entire system, but I can at least if I have my academy, I can at least have the 200 kids over there whom I can try and groom them. Okay, wonderful. Good luck with that, and uh, thanks a lot for uh, coming on the show, Heyman. It was wonderful uh, talking Absolutely. to you. Absolutely, it's pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for that. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Oh, just that one down the ground. This could be six as well. It's a big hit. Straight down the ground, almost into the dressing room, and that tells the story. What an innings this is. What are Eunice's being slaughtered? Couch talk.